Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Stack show today, Democrats are commies. <laughs> that's, is that breaking news? Well, kind of. Usually they like to lighten the load a little bit, call themselves Democrats, socialists, or some other kind of euphemism for straight up hardcore commies. Yesterday's Twitter file hearings up on Capitol Hill. Folks, straight up commies. Straight up comedies. Out your sources, please, to the media. <laughs> Just unbelievable. This all happened yesterday. I got that. We got questions for Dan. Someone asked a question. Guy said we got about two, 300 at the same question about Tucker in the January 6th videos. Okay, we'll get to that. That'll be coming later in the Ask Me Anything section of the show. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Fauci went on Neil Cavuto yesterday. And have you, uh, Joe, have you ever seen a human being? So arrogant and so unwilling to admit that he did something wrong. Or his, I love the way he admits he did something wrong. I'm not perfect. Okay, it's tautological. Nobody is. That's not. That's not an. That's not admitting you did something. Okay. I'll play some of those cuts later. Loaded Friday show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Profiling, surveillance, data harvesting. There are a lot of things not to like about the tech giants. But what can you do about it when you rely on so many of their products? Well, the good news is you have options. You don't have to be a billionaire to take a stand. For less than $7 a month, you can join me and fight back against big tech by using ExpressVPN. How do you think big tech companies make all their money anyway? Well, they track your searches, video history, and everything you click on. And they can sell that personal data. Do you know that? ExpressVPN helps you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. That's why I use ExpressVPN and have for a while on all my devices to make it much more difficult for them to exploit my data for their profits. I just tap one button on my phone or computer to turn it on. That's all it takes to keep people out of my business. If you don't like big tech tracking you and selling your personal data for profit, it's time to fight back. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now to get three extra months free from ExpressVPN. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Joe, it's a big Friday for me. I'll tell you why in a second. So, if you would, sir. It's Friday, comrade. Man, yeah. (laughs) So, should we get that Soviet national anthem ready, buddy? We may need that multiple times today. So, uh, it is, uh, thank you for your patience with me over the last month through all these little medical mini dramas. No big deal, but uh, I've been through a lot. It's not a victim, not crying or whining. They were all optional surgeries. I wasn't dying of a heart attack like people who are in real health crises. But I've been through a lot these last three weeks. I tried to miss as little work as possible. Uh, and uh, I, I say it's Friday because finally going to get out with Paula tonight for the first time in a while, get to hang out with some friends and relax. And I feel, I feel almost like 100%, like 98%, which is as good as it gets. So uh, thanks for hanging in there with me. I just wanted to throw that out there. So. Matt Taibbi, who is an actual journalist, was up on Capitol Hill yesterday testifying about Twitter and the FBI working together like communists to censor Americans. The hearing was glorious. Michael Schellenberger was up there, too. And special note, I've got the exclusive with Matt Taibbi on my show, Unfiltered, on Fox, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. I am ecstatic about interviewing him. He's not even a conservative, but he's an actual journalist. So check that out. Don't miss that. Set your DVR. I got Anna Paulina Luna on, too fantastic congresswoman about how Biden hires everybody based on diversity, equity, and inclusion principles, and they keep screwing everything up. (laughs) It's going to be glorious. Don't miss that. So the mask came off completely yesterday, and it was awesome to watch. The commies, Joe, 
showed themselves as straight-up commies. They're not trying to pretend anymore. They're not throwing out talking points like, we're democratic socialists, we want to be more like Sweden. No, no. Right now, they're like, we want to be more like, we, we want to be more like Stalin. They're not even kidding. No guesswork anymore. The commies... The co- hey, Mr. S- Can you put it, put it, play it again, Joe, please? He's not paying attention. One more time. Thank you. I get my salute from Guy. It's where's the, the respect, dude? Yeah. yeah, where's the respect? Is right. Come on, man. We're talking about straight up commies here. They couldn't stop themselves yesterday at the hearing. So right before the hearing, journalist Matt Taibbi released another batch of the Twitter files, again, showing how the FBI and DHS and other agencies, quote, often came with spreadsheets of hundreds of thousands of account names for Joe review. Kind of like the mob asks you to review. So, hey, can you review who you're paying for your sanitation? Well, it's not you guys in the mob. That'd be a real shame if we burned your place down. So Taibbi releases this whole thing yesterday. Look at all these emails. This is amazing. Elvis Chan, assistant special agent in charge. Please see the below list of Twitter accounts. You may want to do something about that, just like the mob. It's it's right there, folks. You can read Taibbi's emails. Here's another one at Twitter responding back. The FBI San Francisco Emergency Operations Center sent us the attached report of 207 tweets. They may be in violation of our policies. It's interesting. It's not Twitter saying that. It's the FBI saying that. It goes on and on. Folks, there's no doubt... Listen, if you're an imbecile and a moron, tune out now. I don't want you on my show. Um, also, if you're a conservative, you don't like the tone of the show. I get that, too. Um, but this isn't the cutesy time show. I'm not dicking around. I'm not screwing around with these people. When you understand we're dealing with straight-up communists and enemies of the United States, freedom and liberty, you handle them differently, okay? You call them out in, in the harshest possible terms. You don't play cutesy time. These people aren't interested in cutesy time. We're dealing with straight-up communists. There is no doubt. Listen to me, libs, because you can shut your mouth if your opinion is worthless. Otherwise, I have the evidence you have nothing. It is now clear as day that the United States government was weaponized, the FBI, DHS, and elsewhere, to censor content on social media platforms. That is not in dispute. You can humiliate yourself and your kids and your grandparents and your neighbors by lying in front of the cameras and, pre- and, pre- and, pre- and uh, presenting another alternate look, or a kind of shiny red object story, that's on you and your legacy going forward when everybody laughs in your face. It's not in dispute anymore. The government was involved in a clear violation of the First Amendment through the FBI and DHS to censor people, period. Now, I want you to watch. This guy is rapidly working his way up, even possibly surpassing Adam Schiff as one of the dumbest members of Congress. And if you've ever seen an example of a stupid, smart person, it is this guy who bought his way into Congress, Dan Goldman. Now, if you're laughing already, you're probably laughing. Joe, you, I don't know if you recognize this guy or not. This guy was one of the lead pee hoaxers. He, he was a lawyer working with Adam Schiff and others. This Nobody pushed the pee tape hoax against Trump more than this idiot. Now, you think, again, he'd be humiliated and relegated to the scrap heap of pseudo comedians who tried to do something with their lives? Because, you know, you think it's funny he pushed the pee hoax. No, no, he got elected to Congress. Why? Because Democrats are morons and they love morons. So this guy's got a law degree. He's one of the dumbest people you've ever seen. Watch this idiot yesterday at the hearing. So that this hearing about Twitter censoring content, 
And this goofball who is could not be watch him face plant in epic, epic fashion in front of everyone. Here's a lesson from this. Don't ever ask a question in a congressional hearing that you don't know the answer to. He asked Jim Jordan, you don't have evidence of a tweet that they asked to take down. This is you just making this stuff up. Watch this guy get totally wrecked and humiliated. This was like big Joker smile the whole time. Check this out. Twitter, Twitter. And even with Twitter, you cannot find actual evidence of any direct government censorship of any lawful speech. And when I say lawful, I mean non-criminal speech because plenty I'll of give you speech one. is non-criminal. I'll give you one. Gentlemen's time to expire. I'd ask unanimous consent to enter into the record the following email from Clark Humphrey, Executive Office of the Presidency, White House Office, January 23rd, 2021. That's the Biden administration, 439 a.m. Hey, folks. This goes to... Um, Twitter, hey folks, wanted to use the term Mr. Mr. He used, they used the term Mr. Mr. Goldman just used. Wanted to flag the below tweet and I'm wondering if we can get moving on the process for having it removed ASAP. Boom. That is. Could you read the below tweet? And then if we can keep an eye out for tweets that fall in this same genre, a genre that would be great. This is a tweet on the very issue that uh, Thomas uh, can you just, brought. For I the fullness of the record, can you re- re- uh, read the, because I've not seen this, can you read the tweet that it's referencing? I don't have- <laughs> the judge has ruled, we haven't done it in a while, you're a moron. The verdict is in. Yes, it's unanimous. You're an imbecile. A complete clown. Got humiliated. In these uh, Mueller hearings and other hearings, just a, a, a jerk, too. I mean, just an, a, a, an absolute tool. I love when these people get wrecked. Here, Dan O, just a quick lesson. Don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. By the way, the tweet in question was a tweet from RFK, RFK Jr., about Hank, the death of Hank Aaron, which is Goldman implying that's illegal? If he is, he's an even bigger moron than I thought. Just wrecked. Completely. And you know what's here's the great part about this. Goldman was like celebrated. Know, Goldman calling out your dude, he got wrecked. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a kindergarten level IQ idiot. All right, I got him that guy really pisses me off. I'm sorry. I get, he did one more thing too, which was hilarious. He he tries to call out Matt Taibbi about the Mueller indictments. Taibbi just completely annihilates him. He's like, Do you agree with the indictment? He, Taibbi's like, I don't know. I wasn't on the grand jury. He's like, I'm not asking you. I'm asking if you agree with him. He goes, why would I agree or disagree? They're charges. They're not proof. As if he's got a, Joe, he's lecturing a lawyer about an indictment versus a conviction. (laughs) What? The same case he's referring to, by the way, the Russians, the the Russian, uh, you know, the the, the people they were trying to convict the stuff, threatened to show up at court and they dropped the case. That's how weak the case was. Goldman doesn't even know that because he's an idiot. So they're so eager here to advance communism and speech suppression in the United States, these communists, Goldman and others, that they're attacking sources now. Here is the delegate from the Virgin Islands. Uh, you know, we do have freedom of the press. That's, is that in the Constitution? I, I just, last time I had the app on that. Oh, it is. It is. It's in the First Amendment. So freedom of the press. I'm just checking that they have constitutional protections. So Matt Taibbi is a journalist and he has sources on the Twitter files. Here are the new communist Democrats, the commies, straight up commies, who are defending 
censoring content on Twitter, now demanding that once their censorship was exposed, right, the constitutionally protected media uh, expose their sources. Here, take a look. Who gave you access to these emails? Uh, Who is the individual that uh, gave you permission to access the emails? Well, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter, and that's what I'm going to refer to. Okay. Uh, Did Mr. Musk contact you, Mr. Taibbi? Again, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter. Mr. Schellenberger, did Mr. Musk contact you? Uh, Actually, no. I was brought in by my friend Barry Weiss, and so this story, there's been a lot of misinformation. So Mr. Weiss brought you in. Mr. Taibbi, Ms. Weiss, thank you. Mr. Taibbi, have you had conversations with Elon Musk? I have. Okay. Uh, Mr. Taibbi, did Mr. Musk place any conditions on the use of the email? Would the gentleman yield for a second? Uh, as long as my time is not used. Are you, are you trying to get journalists? No, I'm not trying to get. Sources? No, I'm not. Well, I am asking. Like no, well. <laughs> She's literally asking about the sources. Are you asking about the sources, Jim Jordan? No, no, I'm not. Huge. Do you understand again how dumb you have to be to be a liberal to fall for this? She just did it. Folks, listen, this is not some kind of funny, comical segment. Let me expose how dumb they are. This is a warning. This is a cautionary tale. This is not a joke. I may use some humor and sarcasm, but this is not a joke. You are dealing with a party now, the Democrats, that are straight up communists. There's no mask. There's no pretend to be socialist Democrats. They are straight up communists right out of the playbook. Censor content, defend it, attack the source, expose journalists who expose government malfeasance. It's hilarious, too. She doesn't even know who Barry Weiss is. She thinks it's a dude. Barry Weiss. Mr. Weiss, she's a woman. Well, in their, they're Democrats. They don't know what a woman is. So in their defense, it doesn't really matter. Um, now, here she is, uh, again, insisting. This is hilarious. Lying, insisting that somehow she didn't try to get the source, even though she just asked him the source of his information. Check this out. I thank the gentlelady for yelling. I just think this is interesting. First, the, the FTC is asking for your background. And now the, the ranking member of the Committee on the Weaponization of Government is asking for your sources. If I never asked them for their sources. Yes, I did, did not we, ask for sources. It's just astonishing. You just heard it. These people act like this is not being video and digitally recorded. And then when she gets called out for being a straight up commie, she denies it because she realizes, oh, man, that may not look good. I don't even know what to tell you, folks. Just watch the freaking video yourself. This is who we're dealing with on the left. Right, right. It's like Lucy. Lucy loves to eat paper. And then the paper's on the floor. There's no one in the house when I come home other than Lucy. And she looks at you like, turns her head away like, wasn't me, it was other kids. There were no other kids here. It was you. It gets even better. So this this imbecile from the delegate from the Virgin Islands doesn't even know Barry Weiss is a woman. Here's Sylvia Garcia, another hapless Democrat. They want to censor and regulate big tech. Joe, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're going to censor and regulate big tech and cost millions of jobs, do you just think you should maybe know what the companies you're going to regulate do first? I'm just going to maybe sort of. That'd be a good idea. I think it'd be a good idea. Good idea. Very good. There's a small company out there, tiny, called Substack. Yeah only has you know millions of people who read it and it's where journalists go for freedom we have that same thing at locals by the way but that's not the point here here's sylvia garcia 
And here's just a little hint for Miss Garcia, who sees she's not a stupid, uh, she's not a stupid smart person. She's just plain up stupid. Um, if you don't know something, you don't have to advertise to the world that you're an idiot. They want to regulate Substack, and they don't even know what it is. Take a listen. You yourself posted on your your. Um, I guess it's kind of like a web page, and don't quite understand what Substack is, but. She's mad that the guy posted on Substack, Taibi and Schellenberger. And yet you don't have to tell us you don't know what it is. You can, I'm just giving you some advice, even though you're a Democrat. You don't have to highlight that you're an idiot. You can keep that quiet. It's okay. It gets, this hearing, I got a lot to get through, but this hearing gets better. Final one here. Here's Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the laughing stock of Florida. A woman who's been involved knee deep in so many political scandals, how she doesn't just pull the George Santos and just kind of dial it back and like just stay quiet for a while, right? Is beyond me. Here's Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Again, it's my time. A rude, obnoxious, absolute buffoon. Knee deep in a thousand different scandals. Here she is here making the dumbest point of the day by far. Because journalist Matt Taibbi exposed the Twitter scandal, and therefore it was the first time people heard about it and went to his Substack and Twitter to follow him. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, she thinks that's evidence of a huge scandal, that people seek out the truth and meet it. It's so crazy. That is nuts. Why would they do that? Here, listen to this idiot. You violated your own standard, and you appear to have benefited from it. Before the release of emails, in, of the emails... In August of last year, you had 661,000 Twitter followers. After the Twitter files, your followers doubled, and now it's three times what it was last August. I imagine your Substack readership, which is a subscription, increased significantly because of the work that you did for Elon Musk. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that, you actually said that out loud? That's evidence of what? You're not challenging any of the information Taibbi put out. You're simply claiming that more people wanted to see it. It's weird because, you know, she doesn't seem to say anything about the New York Times. Axios, Trump era, pushes New York Times to new heights where more people subscribe during the Trump era because that's what they wanted. Peepee hoax stuff. The difference with Taibbi is conservatives actually wanted to hear the truth about Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are hapless. They're just... Absolute buffoons, buffoons. You're dealing with straight up communists, commies, straight up communists. They're not hiding anymore. Speaking of commies, Biden came out yesterday and uh, again, just advertised how this is, again, not a stupid, smart person. Biden is, this is just a straight up stupid person like Sylvia Garcia. Wait till you hear about his budget and tax plan. You got a savings account? Oh, boy, you better start taking precautions right now. Let me get to my sponsor first. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in on qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st. They'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text DAN to 989898 to get your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. The feds keep raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control, and it's not working. You've seen the impact on the stock market. Hedge inflation today by owning gold like I do. I've been a multiple-time customer of Birch Gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA and precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, I buy gold from Birch Gold to protect my family. You can trust them too. 
They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. So text DAN, D-A-N, to 989898 for your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text DAN to 989898 to Birch Gold Group. It's a great company. Text Dan to 989898, your free information kit today. Past performance, not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. Thanks, Birch Gold. So before we get to that, I want to get to Fauci. I almost skipped over the Fauci section. This is uh, critical here. So Fauci's back in another hearing we covered the other day. Dr. Anthony Fauci was exposed by the former head of the CDC, Dr. Robert Redfield, as a buffoonish clown, uh, constantly misleading people. And it's interesting, Fauci was exposed for keeping Dr. Redfield off of a critical phone call when a bunch of people on the phone decided they were going to go with a natural origin theory for COVID, despite the fact that it was fake and that they all on the call at least suspected it was a lab leak, costing us valuable time in getting to the bottom of COVID. These people may have been responsible for the proliferation of COVID, which led to the deaths of millions of people. Folks, I got to tell you, I don't know... um, what criminal statutes would be involved. And I am not for weaponizing the government, even against my political enemies, and absolutely not for it when there's no crime. However, I got to tell you, if you covered up a lab leak to cover for the Chinese Communist Party and let this thing spread and promoted misinformation while they wiped out evidence, then there is no question in my mind that obstruction of justice charges should be coming your way. Zero. So Fauci's back felt the need to defend himself against Robert Redfield. And he's upset that Redfield exposed him. Now, I want you to keep in mind, there was a call early on in the pandemic that Robert Redfield, there's no disputing this fact, was kept off that call. Redfield says it was because he believed it was a lab leak and they didn't want to hear it. Fauci's defense here to Neil Cavuto yesterday is straight up hilarious. Fauci, who was a big shot within the NIH and his boss, Francis Collins, Fauci's excuses were, I didn't control the call. You're the freaking head of the NIAD and your boss was the head of the National Institutes of Health. You didn't think it was important that the head of the CDC Centers for Disease Control fellas should be on a call about a disease that's not in control? You didn't think that was important? I know nothing. Nothing. I know you. I know that's what he's. I understand. Absolutely that. However, you don't think it's a big deal that he wasn't there and you didn't push for it and you just went on the call anyway. His excuse is exactly that. I don't know nothing. These other people decided it would be on the call. This guy is so pathetic, this sniveling little weasel. He is so pathetic. Listen to this. So let me ask you about what Dr. Uh, Robert Redfield is charging that you frozen out, that you didn't want him there. You didn't want him at these mm-hmm. meetings. And that was deliberate. You know, Neil, I really feel badly about that because I I know Bob a long time. He is totally and unequivocally incorrect in what he's saying that I excluded him. I had nothing to do with who would be on that call. That call was organized by a group of evolutionary virologists in order to discuss the possibility that this might actually be a virus that was actually engineered. So I didn't put anybody on the list of that call, nor did I take anybody else. So it's really unfortunate that in a public setting like the hearing that Dr. Redfield made that absolutely incorrect statement, 
The other thing well, he said you that's interesting, then, doctor, Neil, who would he be said, on no, but, but Neil, did you decide to be on that call or did these other virologists? Neil, I just said it. I didn't have anything to do about the decision who would be on the call. The evolutionary virologist, Dr. Eddie Holmes, yeah. Christian Anderson, all of the others that won, they made the decision who's on the call. I didn't add anybody to the call. So you didn't know I going extract into the call, doctor, from the call. You didn't know going uh, you know, really, have you ever seen a more sniveling weasel than this guy? He was an upper level, multi-decade long, high-ranking official in the public health infrastructure of the United States. Him and his boss were on a call that the head of the CDC was not on. He's given no reason why he wasn't on it. And the best he can do is, oh, I had nothing to do with it. I mean, just think about this for a second for all the liberal morons who watch the show. And are already defending this little uh, sniveling weasel. Imagine doing a call during the draft for the NFL, right? And you don't like the general manager. General manager, the guy who basically makes the decision. So you get on a call about a trade and you're like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. The GM was in the bathroom. A trade you want and he doesn't. I just made the trade. He wasn't there. I don't know. You think you get in trouble for that? Not Fauci. Not with the libs. Because liberals are, are dipwads. They're idiots. They believe everything this guy told them because they're stupid. They're just dumb people. I don't know why would not call. I didn't control it. Why don't Neil should have held him to account here. That's the question I would ask. So, Dr. Fauci, just to be clear, you did this call anyway without the head of the CDC. You didn't draw a line in the sand and say, no, we need him here. I wasn't in control. That's the best you can do. Here's this sniveling weasel again, just straight up, again, misdirection, lies, misinformation, suggesting he didn't push lockdowns, which is hilariously stupid. Take a look. Do you regret particularly the last one, the shutdown, the sweeping shutdown that some yeah. said made things worse? No, I, I, I don't, uh, Neil. And in fact, I think we need to make sure that your listeners understand I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that is by draconian means of essentially shutting down a country. We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, I think one of the things you really need to do to the extent that you can shut down mm. temporarily mm. the country, I think is important. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread, obviously we would have shut down earlier. There are those who say you shut down your dis destructive things by disrupting the economy. And others say, well, if you save so many infections by shutting down, why didn't you shut down two weeks earlier? But I don't regret saying that the only way we could have really stopped the explosion of infection was by essentially... Um, I want to say shutting down. I mean, essentially having the physical separation and the kinds of recommendations that we've made. You've been a big hat tip, Justin Hart from Twitter for that glorious video compilation. And by the way, that goes on. We had it right. Key, we had to cut that short. Well, Joe, you cut that. We had to cut 30 seconds. There's yeah. more of that. Yeah. It go on forever. He, 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 <laughs> just like the pathetic hack delegate from the Virgin Islands. Uh, where'd you get the information from? I'm not asking from exposed sources. Fauci. 
I didn't demand lockdowns. And videos of him demanding lockdowns, talking about lockdowns. This is how dumb liberals are. You, I can put the evidence in your face, but I can't make you drink it. Here, let me get this one last Fauci video. Still pushing the absurd theory of the wet market. He, he does it kind of in a cutesy way. And why, you're going to see Fauci more and more because he can never get out of the media spotlight. He has nothing else. This guy, if anyone ever had Napoleon syndrome, it's Fauci. He needs to be in front of the camera. It defines his entire life. Fauci does push, he still pushes this natural origin bat soup theory, which is an insane conspiracy theory, but he does it this way because he doesn't want to say it directly anymore because he knows it's foolish. He keeps saying, well, China went in and wiped out all the animals in the wet market. In other words, Joe, hint, hint, that's probably where the animal was and we're never going to find it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the single dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're suggesting to me that China, again, had evidence of origins of this thing being natural from a wet market, which would have absolved them of responsibility, and they wiped it out to promote the lab leak theory they're running away from? Only Fauci gets away with this stupidity in the media. Take a listen. What the Chinese did, as soon as the outbreak occurred, they completely cleaned out the wet market of animals that should not have been there to begin with because it was well known that SARS-CoV-1 jumped from an animal species to a human in a wet market setting. So what their lesion, if anything, is that if in fact there were wild animals, which photographic evidence from one of the investigators shows that they were there and they should not have been there. So if there's anything that the Chinese are covering up, they're covering up the fact that they violated their own rules about getting wild animals from the forest or whatever, putting it into contact with humans. That was the real problem. I just want you to understand, because this is what we do. We like to dig deeper. We can make fun of this stuff all we want, but that's not the purpose of the show. Humor is just a tool. Understand what Fauci's doing. You're going to hear him tell the story over and over. What he's suggesting is that the evidence was wiped out in the wet market. To deflect from the fact that he's been hiding the lab leak theory the entire time. Read the signs. They're everywhere with this guy. And keep in mind, this was all about from the start attacking Donald Trump as everything in D.C. is because Donald Trump said it likely leaked from a lab. All right, I got Biden coming up. I want you to see the obscene thing he just proposed and all the BS he proposed to basically destroy your future. If this thing he proposed passes, you can forget it. Close your business tomorrow. It'll be over. Folks, Brickhouse Nutrition. BrickhouseNutrition.com uh, is uh, slash Dan. That's where you go. Pick up Field of Greens. What is Field of Greens? Field of Greens is, it's a supplement I'm very proud of because I had a role in creating it. I know the, uh, the head of this company really well, Brickhouse Nutrition. His name is Miles. And a couple of years ago, I was having this issue. Me and Paula were really busy. I was running for office. And I am an avid, firm believer in healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables, colors, oranges, uh, the color in carrots, those phytopigments and blueberries and blackberries and strawberries. The problem is I didn't have enough time to prepare them and I was always out on the road. And, you know, I got tired of eating dried fruit all the time because it was Florida. It's a true story. It made me thirsty. So I said, Miles, you got to go find a way to take the healthiest, wholesome fruits and vegetables, ground them up into a powder, make it taste good so I can just throw it in water and run. That was the genesis of now one of their most successful products. It's exploding in sales, Field of Greens. 
Pick it up today. It's a science-backed formula of specific fruits and vegetables you're not going to find in any other product. Proper nutrition can reboot your metabolism and help you burn calories faster and lose weight in a healthier way. Sometimes you don't get to eat as healthy as you should. You need a little bit of insurance through fruits and vegetables. Vegetables. That's where Field of Greens comes in. But the best proof will be at your next checkup when I bet your doctor says, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started today with 15% off. Just gave Guy a couple uh, jars of it yesterday. Visit BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan, D-A-N, at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up your field of greens today. Get started. Email me in a couple months. You're going to thank me. Field of greens, lemon, lime, wild berry. Flavors are delicious. Promo code Dan, BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. Check it out today. Okay. Biden put out his budget yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. And it has a small but not unlikely but not insignificant chance of passing. And I want to tell you, it is, again, a straight up, the theme of today's show, they're straight up communists now. They're not hiding it anymore. They're about confiscating assets. They're not about creating wealth or freedom or prosperity. They are straight up commies now. He proposed a budget with a massive $6.8 trillion of spending. Folks, double what we spent just 15 years ago. $6.8 trillion of spending. How much in new taxes? A couple bucks here and there. $5 trillion in new taxes. Good luck with that. Now, here he is, of course, Biden, because he's a lying, disgusting, uh, just, uh, just a horrible, genuinely awful, corrupt human being. Here he is in a tweet. Talking again about fairy tale economics that don't exist to push through his communist budget. Straight up communist, confiscation of assets. He says, when I grew up, trickle down economics didn't work for my family. He ran to rebuild the backbone of the country, the middle class. He's about to screw the middle class hard. Trickle down economics. He cites it didn't work for him. What is trickle down economics? Hmm. Well, I'm going to let Thomas Sowell answer it for you in a cut reviews quite a bit. Trickle-down economics is a nothing. It doesn't exist. There's no such thing. Oh, no, no. My liberal professor told me it's when you let the rich keep their money and the benefits trickle down. Trickle down to who? I thought you let the rich keep their money. So why would anything trickle down? Oh, it doesn't trickle down. The rich just don't give it. Oh, they don't. Is that an economic theory? Because the rich actually pay 42% of their money to taxes, which then, weirdly enough, does trickle down through the millions and millions and millions of dollars of benefits that go. So it's kind of weird. It's like you're making this talking point up about trickle-down economics because the imagery is bad. Trickle-down. It's not a thing. It doesn't exist. It's a talking point. Here's Thomas Sowell addressing just that. President Obama in December of last year, the market will take care of everything. They tell us jobs and prosperity will eventually trickle down yeah. to everyone else. In April of this year, during the Bush years, the wealthy got wealthier, but prosperity sure didn't trickle down. In July, this past summer, Barack Obama, we've tried it their way. It didn't work. We were told that prosperity would start at the top and then trickle down. Close quote. Where does this trickle, where does this phrase trickle down come from? Oh, I don't know. It was as far back as, uh, as the, as the first, as the uh, Roosevelt administration, uh, 
There is absolutely, it is an incredible thing. It's, there is a non-existent theory that is constantly being attacked. Uh, some years ago in my newspaper column, I challenged anybody to cite any economist outside of an insane asylum who had ever made that argument. Nobody ever, ever, ever came up with a single person. So when Barack Obama says in this past July, quote, we were told... That prosperity. Who told him? Nobody told him. Nobody. No economist has ever held that. No politician has ever said it. I don't know of anybody who's ever said it. In fact, uh, when I put this out, I went went out a nationally syndicated column. Uh, Various people uh, wrote me and said, "Well, so and so said that. So and so said it. Find me the person who said it. I don't want to hear how you." A said that B said, find me B and show me where he said it. And that was years ago. Not one example has been offered. Folks, I can't say it enough. I hate to keep beating this up. There is no such thing as trickle-down economics. It is simply a series of words Democrats put together to make you believe there's some econometric plan of trickle-down. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. Idiots use it. Therefore, Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden's a talking point machine because he's a very dumb human being. He doesn't even understand basic economics. Someone puts a focus group tested talking point in front of him. Just say trickle down, say fair share. And this dunce repeats it. He's just a machine. That's all he does. They plug in a little code and he repeats. He doesn't even repeat it well because his brain doesn't work. This guy's a rotting bag of oatmeal who just moves from talking point to talking point. Here he was yesterday trying to sell his $5 trillion in new taxes. I can't, I can't believe he's going to actually run on this, by the way. As a fair share thing, he's got to throw that talking point in there. Here, check this out. So my plan is to make sure the corporations begin to pay their fair share. There used to be 35 percent. We cut it down to 21 percent. I think we should be paying 28 percent. It's going to be a real fight in that, but we should be paying more than 21 percent. Let me clear under my plan. And I made this commitment when I ran and I haven't broken it yet. And I never will. No one making less than $400,000. We'll see a penny in federal taxes go up. Not a single penny. Now, why did I do it 400000 Because I doubt anybody here makes 400000 I did it to make the case that I'm not going after anything remotely, any but ordinary folks, because they're paying their share. This is a fascinating clip for so many reasons. I, I, could, uh, I could do an entire hour podcast on just this clip. How many false statements, misdirections, how much garbage and nonsense is in this one clip? I'm serious. I could do an hour on this. But in the interest of time, he says, I'm going to bump the corporate tax up. And of course, liberals cheer. Let's get those corporations. Don't you work for one? Oh, sorry. I didn't think of that. From 21 to 28 percent. But he says at the same time, amazingly, but it's not going to hike taxes on anyone making more than $400,000 a year. I'm going to ask you guys a trick question. This is hard. I'm going to see which one of you gets it first. Joe, where do corporations get their money? Stockholders? Gee? Customers? Yeah. Yeah, customers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You're not wrong, Joe. Stockholders, you're right. I'd say stockholders too, which is going to come up in a second too. But you're both correct. Stockholders, pension funds, and customers. They don't get it from Mars. They don't get it from corporate fairy tale characters in a book. They get them from customers, stockholders. So when you start taxing the stockholders on unrealized gains in their stock, you not only destroy the company, but you destroy the stockholder too. When the corporation's tax load goes up and it has to stay in business, where does it get its money from? That's right. It gets its money from customers, yes, which sir. is you. 
He's not going to admit that. And I want you to pick up on something else he said at the end. I'm wondering if any of you caught it. He actually discloses the fact that he's proposing this uh, massive tax hike on our businesses in America. That's you. Because he just doesn't want to tax people who are there. Not because he's basing it on any science or anything like that. Here's Van Hollen, by the way. Chris Van Hollen, a, uh, another ridiculous human being, a Democrat uh, senator from Maryland. Joe knows well. He was on Brett Baer yesterday. It was hilarious, by the way. Brett Baer asked him about the unrealized capital gains tax, which we're going to get to in a second. But here's Van Hollen, again, repeating the fair share talking point, because keep in mind, they have nothing else. Check this out. What the president is saying is we want to ask the folks who have done super well just to pay a little bit more of their fair share. We want those funds to help make every family successful, not just the folks who are already doing very well. Oh, the fair share. Guys, again, it's just like so the need, the stupidity is just knee deep. I want to show you this hilarious video. This is what happens when you ask a moron like Van Hollen what the fair share is. By the way, there'll be a rebuttal about this on my Fox show tomorrow. We're bringing it back two weeks in a row. What exactly is a fair share? Watch John Stossel ask Al Sharpton, another liberal moron, what exactly the fair share is. And watch him completely melt down and then try to avoid the question. Check this out. Well, the rich do not pay their share. That's a widespread belief. But do the politicians even know how much of the income tax burden the rich pay now? The top 1% in this country pays very much less than 10%. Very much less than 5%. So what's fair? The top 1% should pay 10% of America's income taxes? 20%? They should pay somewhere around 15%. They don't pay 5%. Anybody could see that as unequal and unfair. So they should pay 15%, he says. And the richest 1% now pay less than 10%. Then he said less than 5%. But that's so silly because, and I bet most of you don't know this, the IRS says the richest 1% of taxpayers already pay 34%. Twice what Sharpton wanted them to pay. The Reverend barely reacted when I told him. They're already paying 34%. No, I think that if you deal with the quality of their lives. He quickly changed the subject. He never would admit how far off he was. Again, not even a stupid, smart person. That's just a stupid person right there. Here's the hilarious part about that whole thing. The rich were paying 34%, the top 1% back then. All the arguments about how they're not paying their fair share, they pay 42% now. I'll get to that in a second. I also have a... uh, this Colin Kaepernick video is just disgusting. And I got questions for Dan. Loaded show. Uh, still more to go. Our next sponsor, though, is, let's see, GetRefunds.com. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. Innovation Refunds does, too. That's why they made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started. In less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they may be able to help your business too. There's no upfront charge either. They don't pay, uh, they, they, uh, they don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. So don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. So go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. 
I just want to point out in the interest of time again that Al Sharpton's a moron. The top 1% of earners now pay even more than 30, uh, 34%. They pay 42% of their income, despite the fact that they only earn 22% of the income. So, And by the way, the bottom 50% earn 10% of income and pay 2%. So you can keep it up with the fair share nonsense, but it just makes you look like an idiot to people who actually know what they're talking about. But again, the dumb people will go right and like, yeah, fair share, sounds good to me. By, by the way, you want to see the gory details? Of this fiasco, he wants to hike the corporate tax rate. Here's the corporate tax revenue after Donald Trump cut the corporate tax rate. It started to take effect in 2018. So yeah, there was a slight dip, and then look what happened: 230 billion, 212, 372, 395, 456. It's weird. It's almost like when you cut taxes, businesses start to grow, grow at a really high rate. And what do they wind up doing? They wind up paying more taxes. It's so weird. It's, so, it's almost like Joe Biden's lying about businesses not paying their fair share. Here's the New York Post coverage of Biden's ridiculous $5 trillion tax hike budget. Excessive Biden budget plan would cause the national debt to hit $51 trillion by 2033. That's not even a real number. That's not even, what does $51 trillion even mean? That's not even real. That'd be our national debt under the Biden plan. He's a big deficit cutter though, folks. You want to see some more of the lowlights in Biden's budget plan? Here's a list of some of the personal tax hikes. Here's one of them. The tax hike uh, under Biden's budget calls for a combined federal tax rate of 45%. It's the highest since 1986. How do you feel about that? That's just federal. Feel good about that? 45 cents out of every dollar you make going to the G? What about capital gains taxes? You want to invest in a, in a stock or something? He wants your capital gains tax rate to be 40%. Now, I want you to think about that. I want you to think, how much do I have to earn after inflation, because it's not indexed, for my stock to be worth something, if I got to give four out of every $10 of the proceeds to the government, the answer is a whole lot, a whole lot. He spoke about the corporate tax rate going up. Here's another gem. This is a classic. He wants to tax unrealized gains too. Unrealized gains. Meaning you bought a stock and you've been holding it. Well, you're going to pay a tax on it. How can I pay a tax on it? I didn't cash it in. I don't know. Ask Joe Biden. Well, what if the stock loses value? After I pay the tax on it, that's your problem. Sorry. <laughs> One more quick thing before we get to questions. Imagine being this guy's parents, the guy who put the uh, socks on in the NFL depicting cops as pigs, Colin Kaepernick. Remember this sad, sorry episode? The guy who nearly destroyed the NFL on his knees, disrespecting this country. Get off your knees, you pathetic little slob. Get off your knees. You think cops are pigs? They'll be the first ones protecting your sorry ass. Here's Colin Kaepernick. This just goes to show you what a degenerate loser this guy is. His adoptive parents who took him in and gave him this unbelievable life. He's got a big contract with Nike. He was an NFL quarterback. Eh, let's take a shot at him and apply their bunch of racists. That's what kind of loser this guy is. Take a look at this. His journey embracing his blackness, despite resistance from many, including his white adoptive parents. I know my parents love me, but there were still very problematic things that I went through. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home and how we move forward collectively while addressing the racism that is being perpetuated. There you go. What a gem. What a nice guy. Let's adopt this young man and get him into the NFL and everything. Eh, let's take a shot at them, play their racists. Complete life loser. All right, time for questions for Dan. 
Hey, Dan, at Pink Conservative. Tell Paula hello and thanks for what you do. I will. What's going on with Tucker? Why did he not show more of the January 6th uh, videos last night? Folks, uh, I, I don't know the Tucker team. Like I said, we're on the same floor. I shouldn't say I don't know them. I know them. But I don't know what they do. Uh, my, I'm guessing here, and I'm, I'm telling you I'm guessing. I'm basing this on no inside information at all is that there are 41,000 hours of video to go through. So, of course, you're going to release the stuff that's the most damning on the first night. The footage of Sicknick being alive, despite the fact we were told he was killed there. The footage of, uh, of, of the uh, QAnon shaman walking around. Uh, the footage of a lot of the people, not all, but a lot of the people milling around and not rioting. Many, many were. But I'm assuming that's what they're doing, and they're waiting for some other stuff. Did they have other stuff? I don't know. Um, I don't know. They haven't told me. But my guess is that with all those hours of footage, you got to make sure you get it right. So that's my guess. Hey, Dan, at Adam Aylitz, I'd love to read your new book, but I'm too restless to sit down and read an entire book. Will it be available on audio? It will. I will read it. Uh, this audio book, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be a little different than audio books in the past. I've read audio books in the past. You guys know how they work? You get a little iPad and you just read the book and. Flip the page. No, we're not going to do that. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to read the book. Then I'm going to just going to go off script and editorialize when I think things are interesting. It's going to be more like a podcast than an audio book. So, so you, what you should do is buy the book, read the book, and then listen to the audio book and tell me what you like better. It's going to be fun. At Mike Dog One. Hey, Dan, why are the Dems so bent on controlling our lives? Because that's the whole ethos of totalitarianism and tyranny. Freedom's a zero-sum game. Your money, your kids, your health care, you can't make those choices yourself. They have to make them for you. They think you're too stupid. If you read the uh, Thomas Sowell's book, Vision of the Anointed, you'll figure that out. Their whole, the control is their guiding lodestar. That's it. Holly J. Wiley. Hey, Dan, do you do martial arts? I've spoken about it often, yes. Which one do you prefer? Well, listen, there's a lot of good martial arts, wrestling, boxing, Thai boxing. Uh, there are even, even, you know, Krav Maga does some good work. If, if you had to, you had a gun to your head and they said you have to pick one and only one, uh, it's by far Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I've been involved in it my entire life. It's why my elbow looks like this. But uh, it's amazing. It's a, basically teaching people how to fight on the ground, which is where most fights go. At Danny M., Hey, Dan, which do you prefer to train in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, gi or no gi? Oh, this is easy, no gi. I hate gi training. I hate it. I can't stand it. I just don't think it's realistic for me here in, in Florida. Nobody wears clothes down here in Florida. I don't mean clothes. I mean like heavy clothes where you, you know, replicate a gi. So I train 90% no gi, 10% gi at best. At Grateful Bruce. Hey, Dan, how do you measure your sleep? I'm older in mid-60s. I don't need much deep sleep. No, you, you do. But I usually am in the 50 to 70 minutes a day range. How have you increased your deep sleep? I measure it with this aura ring. Matter of fact, it's interesting. I just got a new one yesterday. This is the Heritage Stealth 3, uh, which I like. My old woman's getting beaten up a little bit from, from uh, lifting with it. That's how I measure my deep sleep. 50 to 70 minutes is about probably what I get every night. But you do need a lot of it. And the more you can get, the better up to a point. How have I increased my deep sleep? A few tricks. Blackouts everywhere. There's blackouts in my room. Blackout shades. Uh, earplugs. You may not be able to do that if you have young kids. I put earplugs in. Also, 
I try to eat a little bit of carbohydrate at night before I go to sleep to keep my cortisol down. About a quarter or a half of a banana, brush my teeth, go to bed. Uh, and I try to get to sleep before nine o'clock. It sounds crazy, but it works for me. And my deep sleep's gone through the roof. And so I feel so good today. At K9 Handler 1, hey, Dan, after they leave office, does the president get to keep the same Secret Service detail that protected him when they pick a new one to go with him if he chooses to keep a Secret Service detail? The answer is kind of, sort of. Um, no, the president's detail stays with the president. So when I was on President Bush's detail and President Obama won, I tell the story all the time. One day I showed up and President Bush walked out of the residence. And three days later, when I went back to work, it was President Obama. There was no change for me at all. There are some guys, however, at the upper level of the Presidential Protection Division who grow very friendly with the president. It's not uncommon when they become a former president for them to ask for some of those people to come with them. Doesn't happen often, but the Secret Service has no obligation to say yes. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they say no. Hey, Dan, at Miles Forest, when will your new studio be open for visitors? Key, did you see the studio? We gave you the key. Come on, get over there, man. She gave you the wrong key? Oh, no. She wants to be, uh, uh, Mike, Miles Forrest wants to come to Florida and watch the show. So the studio is bought, purchased, we closed on it. My guess is it'll be open maybe around the end of the year. I don't know, maybe optimistic. It was a Burger King before. So it's going to require a lot of work, a lot. Like there's a ton of issues at this place. We have to really tighten up. And if you're going to have people there, there's very strict rules. If you're going to have people on exits and things like that, it's not as simple as just like, hey, everybody just show up. So, uh, but we'll announce that. Uh, PJH Jim. Hey, Dan, do you ever carry the 357 SIG around? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, that was our Secret Service round. I love that round. Here's my problem with the 357 SIG round is the, the it's really just a bottleneck 40 and you wind up losing round capability uh, uh, round capability because it's a big round. I found the difference between that and a really good nine millimeter round. When you look at gel tests we did in the secret service to be so minimal that it's just not worth it for me to lose a round or two in a magazine. So it's a great round. I love it. And all, my, my, if it had nothing to do, if it was space for space and they were equal size, my favorite round, but they're not. So I, I carry nine millimeter now. That's what I carry. I have miles from my, that's it. Oh, I was going to say miles get two questions in today. Folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss my Fox show monologue tomorrow. Fox unfiltered nine o'clock Saturday night. What's the police state look like? I'm going to produce the evidence for the whole country and some new stuff. We didn't include in the podcast. I got Anna Paulina Luna on the diversity hires, just blowing it in the Biden administration. And an exclusive with Matt Taibbi, who was brutally, brutally taken down or tried to be taken down at that hearing. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks for picking up my new book, The Gift of Failure. I appreciate it. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. It's free. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. I'll see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.